and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. Spurs, girls, and novelty songs. I watched uh, Princess Mononoke for the first time. Hey. Ooh, talk about that. There you go. Like we I said good, in the other like episode, people getting their little arms cut off. Scott, you were not <laughs> yes. a part of this Facebook chat that Marty sent me. He was very disappointed mm-hmm. in whose performance in the dub? Uh, Billy Bob Thornton's performance <laughs> in the dub. I'm, which I know, found out is famously bad. Like it's regarded as one of the when worst. When he's like voice mm, French fried ever. potatoes. <laughs> you know I'm what? not kidding. He basically does do that. Like he does like folksy southern guy character. It's her but but oh my god, I can't even get into it. It's too bad. I don't want to talk about it. I really don't. It's I'm, so he I'm doesn't deserve credit for how shitty his performance Billy is. Billy Bob Thornton's performance in life. How was how's that? <laughs> is that okay? Yeah. His um, music career is fantastic though. Oh we'll see about that. Is that oh boy, go, I can't wait for that. What's his band called coming up? I forget. Uh, it's like a bluegrass band, though, I think. You should check them out. I think you'd get a huge kick of how, like, insanely vain he is. I know um, 30 Odd Foot of Grunt, I think, is... Uh, fuck, what's his name? Who's the gladiator? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe's band. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Future novelty songs. Yeah, those count. Those 100% count. Oh, and we can listen, we can do yeah. uh, Jeremy Renner's album. Fred <laughs> Savage? No, not Fred Savage. The other one. The other Fred. The other famous Fred. Fred. Willard. Rest Fred in peace. Durst? Yeah, Fred Durst. No. Yeah, his band Fred. is called Limp Biscuit. He was here recently <laughs> and he lost, he lost one of his teeth at his shows at hotel foster famous famously written by the milwaukee record who uh blocked him on twitter <laughs> or, or had he blocked on oh twitter. fred oh who am i the jinx uh, freddie prince jr maybe no anyways <laughs> macaulay robert culkin durst, robert durst <laughs> yeah robert durst welcome to swift scoops the novelty song podcast about dumb shit if you haven't figured that out yet, boy. Yeah. Welcome to if the If you show. don't know, now you know, baby. Welcome to our very special Christmas in the Summer episode, where Yay. this week we are going to review the... Skelly? Yay! <laughs> oh, he's just cheering! <laughs> this week we're reviewing the Star Wars Holiday Special, a 1978 made-for-television variety show slash movie this was the first star wars spin-off film taking place between the events of star wars and the empire strikes back directed by steve binder and the uncredited for some reason david akumba this was also co-written by bruce valanche and pat proft the director of wrongfully accused oh wow it all comes together (laughs) we're Piecing this conspiracy together one by one. One spoof movie at a time. We will break down the Illuminati. (laughs) The film was one of many over-the-top attempts to cash in on Star Wars mania and featured all of the stars of the films, adding some credence to it, even though this is mostly a Chewbacca-based movie. Well, no, Chewbacca was a notorious... Is uh, Neri makes an appearance. It's, It's the Chewbacca family. The Wookiee homeworld of Kashyyyk, of course. So why are we reviewing this film? Is this a spoof? 
No, we are reviewing this because it's a novelty film. And because this movie is kind of an accidental spoof, where they actually ended up doing such a bad job of making a Star Wars movie that it somehow makes fun of the... It does, like, what Spaceballs eventually would do, which is, like, make fun of the commercialization of Star Wars by just being a really bad commercialization of Star Wars. Uh, Also, Harvey Korman is in this, which automatically makes it a spoof. Uh, I did not want to watch this movie, and I have never seen this before. Kelly, go ahead. <laughs> then why did you put it on the schedule? Who put it on the schedule? I, I demanded. I held okay. a knife to Marty's throat. All right, that's fair. <laughs> I picked the Muppets Christmas Carol, so I'm looking forward to that and real Christmas. Hell yeah. Happy half Christmas, <laughs> yes. y'all. I did not get you yeah. gifts because that is not in the half Christmas spirit. I'm sorry. I got you half I gifts. got you negative gifts. I stole something from both of you. <laughs> what? Ooh. My pride? As long as it wasn't Otto. Or, or, or. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. no, no! My boy! Otto's a seal. <laughs> <laughs> and I turned him into a seal. <laughs> Just like a kiss from a rose. Mm-hmm. On the gray, of course. My favorite part of this film was when Luke and Leia got caught under the mistletoe. Ooh. Am I right, guys? <laughs> that was my favorite part yeah. of this movie. And then they got a 23 in me as a gift. Yeah. That's, my, <laughs> that's just my personal favorite part of this film. I don't know. That's really all I got to say about it, to be honest. It's a pretty good movie. Pretty fun. I <laughs> Honestly, tree. I had a really fun time watching this. I was not what? pissed in the slightest. Don't get on your fucking high horse with me, Marty. Do oh not. God. This is as good as any other Star Wars movie. <laughs> this is. <laughs> We're getting into oh, it. You son of a bitch. We're getting <laughs> into it. It's happening. I think this I, is I'm the referencing. Worst. We got into a, a legit fight off off mic uh, the other day, where I said that uh, speaking of of the the nine trilogy films, that I said each Star Wars movie is just as good as the next, and it caused a huge rift. It really didn't. <laughs> I'm not mad. About no, it was a very controversial but... take. Marty held a knife to my throat. <laughs> my. My favorite Star Wars take is that they just get better, you know? Like, each one comes out and they just get better and better. Each one better better. than the next. That is my take. My favorite Star Wars movie is the last one I saw. So, for right now, it's it's the Christmas special. Just keeps getting better and better. I love them. I love them all. I genuinely think this is the worst thing we've watched for the podcast. No, this is way better than Super Fast. No. Yes. This was legit so hard to get through. The first ten minutes of this movie are three people <laughs> in like hairy okay, costumes screaming at each other. I'll give you that. If you edited like if you edited like twenty five minutes off this thing, oh oh, it's so good. I, dude, the little circus, all of the weird the little variety. Circus, the little circus. No, that was all terrible. Nothing but fun. All the little like cutting to Wookiees watching a show, and then we would see the show that yeah, they're watching. Yeah, and then they and react like... with their faces not moving in the fucking slightest. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it's like B. Arthur having this long musical yeah, number in the just does the not affect the plot it's in any way whatsoever. So what plot? There's no plot in this movie. Yeah, Chewbacca can't get home, and then nothing happens for the entire fucking thing. No, dude, the stormtroopers come happens. in. They're looking around the. Ho- they're fucking up the house. They're fucking up the 
Wookiee that, house. At the hour mark, the stormtroopers appear. I know. And that is literally the and only I'm like, thing surely this movie, movie is like two minutes away from being done. No, we got nope, another no, like forty. We got another you wiggle 40 that minutes. mouse cursor a little bit. You get a big surprise, and that's forty minutes left of this garbage. It's <laughs> so good. Oh, I, I got a little window. I'm playing it right now. I'm watching the circus scene, and I'm oh loving it. These guys are twirling. These alien I, freaks are twirling around. It's really. I did bad, say though. this is. It was bad. It was bad. Guys. This is still more exciting than Rogue One. Uh, I like Rogue Whoa. One. Rogue I One is good. I don't like Rogue One. I think Rogue I've, One's the worst one. I'll tell you what. I've watched Rogue One three times, and I've fallen asleep within the first ten minutes each time. <laughs> oh my god, dude! You get to see it's Darth really Vader go late. all crazy in the end. It was pretty late, but who you cares? Know. Uh, you mean Kylo Ren? No. I saw him go crazy like Wrong. two movies ago, bud. <sighs> okay, let's let's said, let's back up. We got to tell people what the plot of this yes, movie yes. is. Yes. So Han Solo and uh, Chewbacca are being chased by the Empire. Chewie's trying to get back to his home for. Uh, I don't know if this is a Wookiee holiday or a galaxy wide holiday but it is a holiday in the star wars verse called life day which i guess is it's, what makes this a holiday special <laughs> yeah it's an it's an unobserved holiday i looked it up yeah like you don't get paid like paid time off legally but <laughs> so it must have fallen on like a saturday or a sunday this year yeah this year yeah, yeah. of it the galaxy it's like easter yeah. every year it's on yeah. saturday because they don't want to give you that extra day of payoff so oh, that's, that's how, how they works. get you that's how the empire gets you that's why we hate these guys <laughs> oh um, man when they struck back oof yeah i was pissed uh okay so we we cut to then uh chewbacca's family his wife her name is mala his dad he's gr- old and gray his name Itchy. <laughs> okay, when you get older, and then his son's as... name, his little boy, his little Wookiee son, his name is Lumpy. <laughs> when you get older as a Chewbacca, that's the race, right? Chewbacca. No, it's Wookiee. A... Yes, Wookiee. Excuse me. No, no. Get older it's as like mammal. It's like mammal to human, so it's actually like the gene gene is Wookiee, and then down one is Chewbacca. So yes, they are all Chewbacca. Gotcha. It's not when you true. get older as a Wookiee, does your head like shrink vertically? Because that grandpa, his like chin and mouth. Oh yeah, his very his disturbing. his chin is just gone. Yeah, it's just one like big lower lip. Yeah, it goes up to his nose and then it just like pops out like a drawbridge every time he goes. Every time he walks. <sighs> yeah, Kelly, it's because he's a puppet. Okay. And they're trying to make him look old, okay? Okay. They're trying to give him one a of the crazy things, expression, okay? Scott, one of the things I love about Star Wars is the immersiveness, and that took me out of it, bud. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's scowling Man. even when he's watching the VR uh, AI porno. Ah. He's, he yeah. does. He does watch. We'll get to that scene. I, I have I have things to say about that scene. But I let's talk to you guys about oh this, God. like. A couple of days ago, and you said it wasn't porn, and I was like, yes, I will, "Oh, I was dead ass wrong." Porn. I was de- okay. Okay, let's let's actually. I, I'd like to back up all the way to the first time I saw the Star Wars Christmas special. I've only seen it twice. This was the second time. The first time I saw it was on 420 of my freshman year <laughs> of college, and I got 
I got so earth-shatteringly high that I watched this and, like, blacked out for most of it. I greened out. (laughs) I greened out for most of this movie. So I just have, like, the vaguest impression of, like, parts of it. And I do, I do remember the, I do remember the scene where Chewbacca's father watches, uh, the, the VR porn. And I remember it being less porny. But upon second watch, it is very, it, she's like, I'm here for your pleasure, sir. Like, it's like, they make it so, and it's like, this is for children. And it's 1978. Yes. This is insane. This is crazy. Yeah. He keeps rewinding. Okay, I guess we're just, he keeps we're, rewinding to the spot. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about He, he keeps, yeah, we're, we're into it. He keeps rewinding to the spot where she says, I find you adorable. Yeah. Over yeah. and over and over again. He just wants someone like to find smiling. him adorable. It's so depressing. It's so depressing. This is yes. one of the most disturbing this. scenes in anything I've ever seen. But okay, what, my, what I thought was the craziest thing uh, on this viewing was not the actual scene itself, but just before. So who's the, the old man, the old, the, the, the traitor who's like a friend to the Wookiee family where he's like sort of this like he's he's a, a traitor who is a, a, a friend of the rebels and comes to uh, the Wookiee uh, house and is, is helping them out. Helping them uh, out in quotation marks. What is he there for? It doesn't I don't make know. any sense. I don't know. But he keeps <laughs> trying to there. he keeps he's trying to there. like evade. He keeps trying. He's he's there to like stop the empire from doing bad stuff by like smooth talking them but before that happens he's like he gives grandpa chewbacca his his life day present where it's it's just weird that he's like Hey, buddy, here's a little uh, treat. Here's something that's gonna make you say "wow, wow, woo" if you know what I mean. Hey, you're gonna like you enjoy this, pal. I'll keep watch for you. Like it's so, it's so like seedy and like what yes. a weird scene. It's just in oh god. Like it wouldn't have been out of place in a Star Wars movie necessarily, but in this, it's like this was on TV. Like this was broadcast. CBS made this like george lucas didn't have any involvement with this movie they just like took all he like just let them take all the the properties and stuff to use whatever they wanted to and then they made this fucking insane thing where nothing happens and there's weird variety special matchup mashups throughout and then sex dreams and circuses and b arthur has a long scene where she sings Mm -hmm. and she sings a song with i'm not joking (laughs) 14 verses. <laughs> I counted. Yeah, this movie was bananas. It was like a mumblecore movie. Like, it was so... There was so little plot in this. It felt like they were just like, just make it up as you go along, guys. And then they were just like, what if we don't come up with anything? And they didn't. Each each of the, like, main star actors from Star Wars gets a cameo scene. That's about the only structure there is. And they're all phoning it in so hard. They all look like Harrison Ford is asleep. I'm pretty sure his eyes were closed during this entire movie. Yeah. Like he's just not giving a shit. Kelly. (laughs) It's bad. This movie is this movie. This is a TV special and it's bad. But that said, my favorite part personally was when, uh, Han Solo, he sells his belt so he can buy Chewie a new brush. And Chewie <laughs> shaves off his hair yeah, and sells that to the wig to maker. On Solo, a new belt buckle. <laughs> oh my god! I so cried, sweet, dude. Yeah, such a good story. Oh, that was my favorite part. Kelly, mm-hmm. you're making one of your classic goofs 
But that would legit be a better movie than what they <laughs> Absolutely did. it would. It was so... I honestly... Okay. When I heard about this, I thought it was legitimately like... Oh, it's just, it's bad because, like, Star Wars shouldn't have, like, a holiday, like, a Christmas-type special. And I thought it was going to be, like, literally, like, them around a Christmas tree in a TV studio setting. And it would feel very uncomfortable. And honestly, if they made that, it probably would have been pretty good, like, compared to this. Like, just have, like, really shitty... Because, like, if you if you watch British television, they always have holiday specials for, like, any shows and if they did Doctor something like who, that right? like Doctor Who does that yeah, like every year it's nuts and if they did something like that I actually think it would have been like more enjoyable and remarkable than this which is like they literally tried to cover this up for years and years and years and not until mm-hmm. like the internet came out was it more like publicly available that's like, my like the only things available it's like a tape that's the only thing way you can watch it like yeah. somebody ripped it to YouTube yeah right? like they never broadcast this ever and released it. Definitely not. Like I, this movie is, I truly no think, one wants anything to do with it. I truly think it was a learning experience for them to be like, yeah, let's sell out. What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> and then this came out, and it was the worst that could happen. They're like, yeah, let's be a little bit more careful with our brand. I think. Like, I did think it was interesting that this was between New Hope and Empire, where like they. This was their direction for, like, what if we just lean into the kids and the marketability aspect, and then it tanks so hard that I'm assuming that maybe influenced that they were, like, more comfortable with going a little darker with Empire. Like, I actually think it probably saved the franchise that this was so bad that they were like, we have to take this more seriously and just focus on making a good story. And then, of course, the rest of the series after that movie is, like, garbage. But, you know, Empire is at least good. (laughs) It's my take, but... Oh, you're fun. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I actually like most of the Star Wars movies. I probably like like seven of the ten or whatever. It's but. Star Wars fans are just entitled. Like I feel, yeah, I'm a Star Wars fan and be. I'm entitled to loving them all, baby. Yeah, well, you're that's where it's like a weird. You're 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 walking that fine line between like being a fanboy and being like a fan, because that's kind of where I'm, I'm at too. Where it's just like you know what I go and I enjoy them and it's fun and. Yeah, I have to spend an extra 70 bucks on a lightsaber for my nephew every year, but <laughs> it's worth it. It makes him happy, mm-hmm. okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> so let's, uh, okay, the cooking um, sketch was probably, like, one of the most, that plays in the waiting room of, of hell, right? <laughs> Where it's like stir, stir, whip, any... whip, stir, whip, stir. That's the joke. That's the yes. that's what the joke you're doing is is saying that. Okay, yes. dude. Any scene in this movie is playing in that in the waiting room. Yeah, of hell. like every sketch playing. in this movie. It was so bland. Like every scene is so. I wrote this is like a Dogma ninety five experiment. <laughs> where they're like, what if we make Star Wars? And you said it's a mumblecore <laughs> but... movie too, right? <laughs> Yes. yes. No Obama. Give this movie way more credit than it deserves because those movies kind of are for what they do. Now, if they put Adam Driver in this, I don't know. (laughs) I'm, dude. I make mumblecore movies. Like I'm not, you know, whatever. (laughs) I liked when Leia got the Christmas shoes for her mom. That was my favorite part. (laughs) Yeah, and the guy was like, "You're 15 credits short." (laughs) um every scene of this is um either people having a a zoom call 
or <laughs> or watching an instructional video because after the cooking one then the 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 son lumpy is uh learning to um i don't know what he's trying to do but a robot that's like falling apart is trying to yes yeah but him falling I apart is them like, like uh, they're they're like we're uh, Lucas Arts fucking studio light and magic or whatever the fuck, and we are going to like rewind this and like pause it and shit, and that's the special effect. <laughs> it wasn't them though. They ILM didn't make this. It was like uh, it was just like stu- CBS Studios. I'm yeah, pretty sure. I'm pretty just, sure like, that he just themselves. like they just signed the rights to them for whatever yeah, reason. They just let and them. That's take why it. I'm saying it was like a learning experience because like. Mm-hmm. Nah, dude, don't do that. That's mm-hmm. so bad. This, is, this yeah. turned out real bad. I mean, yeah, Lucas, like, famously, you know, was really uh, picky about giving up the rights to the stuff. Like, around this time is when he they started, like, actually, like, a lot of hardcore. Money. Oh, yeah. Dude, that movie was so big. That movie, like, had lines around the block for, like, a whole year. Isn't that the whole thing with that movie? The first one? Like, the first one was, like, literally in theaters for the entire year. That shit would never happen now. Mm-hmm. It, it could never happen again. Like, well, yeah, it's so theaters, crazy to think about that. Theaters are no longer a thing. You don't have to line up outside of my Amazon Prime account to watch the new Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Oh, we Which, were saying way, this before. Yeah, yeah, we were saying this before. Sonic is going to win an Oscar this year. Because think, I mean, what's it, its competition? It would have anyway, but yeah, it's gonna be against all the stuff that's getting straight to Netflix, right? Like the Spike Lee movie that's coming out like next week, I think. And then Spike Jones has a movie. I think uh, Charlie Kaufman has a movie. Like I think like all of the straight to Netflix movies are all gonna sweep the Oscars this year. And then of course Sonic the Hedgehog is gonna win Best Supporting Actor <laughs> for James Marsden. Mm-hmm. He's so good in that movie. <laughs> He's great. Marty, stop. Jim Carrey, You're best supporting. Are we time to rate? No, absolutely doing? not. There's so much more. Mark <laughs> Hamill. Talk about the animation. Okay. Mark Hamill. Hey, come on over to Kelly's animation corner real quick. All first. right, let's go. Hey, here's Marty, put a little put a corner. sound effect here. Marty, add a point here. Just a little boing. Thank you for coming to Kelly's Animation Corner. Animation was boring, but I like the styling of it. It looked cool. It wasn't like I told... No. Yeah, see, thank you. I got one thumbs down from the idiot and one thumbs up from the good guy. I'm not going to name names. Yeah. Oh, Scott! Scott isn't an hey, idiot. Don't say no, that. No, I'm the good guy. <laughs> oh, so Marty agrees. He gave me a thumbs up. All right, that's two thumbs up. Easy peasy. Uh, the animation style, I think, was really good. I just like I'm comparing it to like the animations of the era. Like if you go back and you watch like those Spider-Man animations in like the 80s, 70s, whatever. It's bad, dude. They used they they made it as cheap as they possibly could, and they actually like. It was like clearly sort of hand drawn. However, they whatever method they were using, they weren't using reusing cells or anything like that for a lot of it. Um, I thought it was at least interesting. But that said, the story or whatever was happening during it not memorable. That's I don't remember. Literally, that's about the that. first time the public had been introduced to the character of Boba Fett, and he's like, mm, yep. "Hello, friend. Let's go, yeah. friend." <laughs> Yeah, I hit this animal, but I'm nice. Don't worry, friend. 
Dude. Didn't he have a short appearance in one of the first three movies? He's in Empire. Yeah, but this came out before Empire. This is before. Okay. Yeah. But he didn't, like... Yeah, okay. But he didn't, like, talk in the three movies. No, this is his first appearance. No, he's not supposed to talk. Yeah. He has lines in Empire. His lines in this were so fucking bad. (laughs) So terrible. Yeah. Anyways, all bad. Uh, The animation styling, kind of impressive to me. I liked that, but that's not... That's about that's like the highlight of the whole special for me. <laughs> Marty I mean, rolled besides, his eyes. Marty I keeps was... reacting visually and putting us in it's a the tough highlight spot. Of the episode. It's the highlight of the episode besides, you know, like the ghosts of Christmas past visiting Darth Vader, you know. Besides that, it's the highlight. James Earl Jones is also in this movie. He also does voice Darth Vader in this. Darth Vader has like one scene where he's like, I'm going to get them. The rebels will die. I'm walking down a hallway. Like, conclude yeah, <laughs> I'm going to steal Christmas. <laughs> that would rule. Like that would. That's what I'm saying. They should have leaned into the campiness. Uh, that's the problem it is that it's so like good. it's trying to be funny, so funny without, but it's like not self-aware enough to like realize yeah, like what's funny. It's not about aware it. of what's actually f- right. They don't get what like could be funny. Like Darth Vader stealing Christmas would be like such a good like plot. That's so. I'd be insane. Yeah. It would have been so the much The rebels more are celebrating Life Day. <laughs> I must stop them yeah. from celebrating Life Day. No presents. This will ruin their <laughs> dreams. You could have easily done that. He could have been like, if I stop them from celebrating Life Day, that will crush their spirit. The rebels right? on Yavin 4 loved Life Day a lot, but there was one on the Death Star very much so did not. Darth Vader looked out of the porthole window and said, Ah, my lightsaber, down there I will go. <laughs> I did the beating heart to two, so his heart is uh, very small yeah. at the beginning of this parable. Mm-hmm. And then the best part about if the movie was that, then we could have reviewed it for our Spoofs, Goofs, and Novelty Songs podcast, guys. <sighs> it would have been a spoof. You're right. Oh we my could have God. done it. We are breaking the Illuminati today so hard. We just <laughs> crushing it. Everybody's going to think that I wrote the riddles because I just did that. And I want no, to I state for the record that that's not true. It is 100% Marty. Also, Scott, while we're no stating, one thinks it's you guys doing the riddles. Everyone knows it's me. Okay. While, we're, while we're stating facts. Just so that's clear. You might have noticed a bit of a change in the highlights. Uh, the font on top is no longer what it used to be. It is now Comic Sans. That was an artistic decision by Marty, not by me. So hang on, send your feedback. It's not to Comic him. Sans every week. It's, well, it's the a different one this font week, week. The one, the one for Community was Comic Sans. So no, it was Chalkboard. <laughs> they look the same to me. They look identical. They are the same. This is the kind of conversation <laughs> I like. Could we? Oh my God, we should have a podcast about fonts. I'm not joking. The font cast. Oh my god! I was legit. Oh my god! (laughs) Ariel? Is it Ariel or Ariel? I've always I've been saying Ariel. I was born and raised in the Midwest, so (laughs) that's why I say Ariel instead. Sorry, guys. So you say Opiel? Opiel. All right. Do we rate it now? What else do we have to talk? Come on. There's got to (laughs) be. I'm scrubbing through right now. Scott, bring it home. Oh, okay. Scott, All right. Uh, let's just talk a little bit more about the B. Arthur scene, which has just hundred percent nothing. It in no way affects the Wookiee plot whatsoever nothing. in any 
way. But B. Arthur's a bartender, and then there's a guy with a volcano for a head who is, like, horny for her. Uh, they do just, like, some, like, 70s... It's all just, like, all the comedy is, like, Abbott and Costello, like, people... M- being like kind of rude to each other right like is that yeah but without jokes it's like just like the setups to all those scenes without like any punchline like there's just nothing happening. yeah yep and then she sings like uh this like depressing song that goes on for like five and a half minutes and then it cuts back to the mm-hmm. wookie shit yeah okay that's it also she it establishes that she's like the owner of the cantina yeah by the way, so like in the Star Wars universe, B. Arthur owns the infamous Tatooine. Oh, I cantina. didn't think that was the Mos Eisley Cantina. I thought that was like a different. It shows cantina. all the same, all the like people we see. No, it's like well, yeah. it's like all the same people we see in the original one are also at this one. They maybe like all the same people had to reuse the um, costumes. There's more than one of each of these kind of aliens. Oh, they they showed like great. I think it's like shaped too. different. <laughs> like, I think it's shaped different. I think like the the layout of it yeah. is is not like I think it's a different shape building. Be Isley. Oh well, that's uh, the only. Uh, I'm telling you, how are we gonna find this out? We could Google it, but uh, but I think I think they were trying to make it look like that, but it was they didn't have enough budget. Like I think it's shaped differently because of cheapness, not because it was a different place. So uh, so. When Luke and Obi Wan Kenobi were there, that was just like her night off, I guess, is why she didn't. <laughs> yeah, she's that's, that's what I'm saying. Why isn't she? She wasn't upset about this at all. She's like the the scene should have been. Her she should have been like, "Hey, did you hear Jedi the other night? Us. Yeah, did you hear the other night? Some guy cut <laughs> off my buddy's arm over here. I don't like you. My uh, friend doesn't like you. Yeah, I guess my favorite part was when uh, Luke cuts open the tauntaun and puts it on and then he's santa Ton after that the next day oh well. my god and then uh Kelly's- goodbye horses plays and he's like would you fuck me i would fuck me would you use the force on me he looked like a big job of the hut did she look like a big <laughs> did she look like a big jabba As a spoof. Zero. Oh, come on. Uh, Like, yeah, like one out of ten. It's not a spoof, but I'm glad we watched it. As a movie, ten out of ten. Okay. As a movie, (laughs) as a movie. We had way more fun watching this than me, Marty. Yeah, I legit, like, was... I know it's, like, campy. I just enjoyed it, like, to enjoy... I liked being, like, in the world of this. I don't know. Like, I enjoyed it for its shittiness. Um, everybody's like really trying and it's fun to feel like I'm like watching TV in the seventies. It's kind of fun to see like a corporate flub happen on TV. Yeah. I just enjoy the, 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 it, it feels like a weird little like time capsule into like a forgotten world. Like you're not supposed to be seeing this. And also like like, imagining like a kid in like 1978, like in, you know, they're like funky, like wood paneled, like house being like super disappointed by this. It's fun for me, baby. So for years it was 10 out of 10. It stands. It was legendary and it was thought to be a myth, but it was a real thing. Marty, you go next. As a spoof, I will agree one out of 10 because they actually accidentally make fun of themselves by how shitty this is. 
But as a movie, this is an absolute zero out of ten. But that's I think that's the difference between me and Scott here. I don't really like watching like bad movies because they're so bad. Like I never enjoy I never find joy out of that at all. And this movie especially, like, I thought this was like such a blatant attempt to make money off of something. And it's just so lazy. Like, I thought this was such a lifeless, lazy attempt to do anything. Oh, Scott's getting attacked by a cat. Um, yeah, this was legit awful. And I think if you want to watch anything Star Wars related, there's like thousands of hours of other things to watch. So yeah. just don't watch this, is my advice. Yeah, go play pod racing for the N6. So we're at an average of 5 <laughs> out of 10 right now. <laughs> Kelly, you can you can take us home. Yeah, I'll take you home. I'm going to deliver my review uh, in the Wookiee language. So hold on, hold on. <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. Oh, wow, wow. Ten out of ten. What That's a great, great review. Thanks. Yeah. 10 out <laughs> Thanks 10. for agreeing with me, Kelly. Yep. I I enjoyed this movie from an anthropological standpoint. Let me put it that way. Like, and I kind of agree with you, but but I think there's better like crazy 70s variety specials if that makes sense like this just felt name like five bitch movie. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um oh, uh he's right um, you can't name any you idiot <laughs> the lawrence welk show of course my favorite hold on let me google some quick I just mean there's. I've definitely seen ones like Laughing, even right. Laughing's like a better variety yeah. thing. If you really want that kind of thing, dude, I like, want to watch the Hollywood Squares. I don't know. Isn't that That's Bruce Valanche who's like the like <laughs> guy? You know who I'm talking about? Yes, he was always uh, in the '90s Hollywood Squares. He was always the side square in that. Yeah. Okay. Whoopi Goldberg was always the middle, and he was always one of the corners. Nice. Well, I can't wait for that episode. Yeah, that'll be a fun one to do. Finally, when we do a. A game show. Yeah. 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 Yeah, spoof means whatever I say it means, punk. Marty's Marty's waiting. Marty's waiting on us. <laughs> He's waiting. Oh. He really wants this. Yeah. Kelly, by the way, um, how have you been? <laughs> I've been so good. How have you been? Um, uh, all right. Yeah, I've been a little bit stressed about whether or not Sonic the Hedgehog will take home the Best Picture Oscar this year. Yeah. I wonder who's going to win in the Best Song category. Well, pay no mind uh, to that. I Never mind. <laughs> There's no segue that it could lead off that, so I'll close that branch of conversation. Yeah, I guess we'll just have to continue. This week's novelty song! <laughs> Marty, you're still here? Monster's Holiday! <laughs> To continue our Christmas in the Summer episode, this week's novelty song is a novelty sequel? That's right, this week's song is Monster's Holiday, a sequel song to the infamous Monster Mash, once again performed by Bobby, Boris Pickett, and the Crypt Keepers. Enjoy. But they were up to no good. Didn't act like good monsters should. They found themselves a new prey. They planned to rob Santa's sleigh. They were making a list and checking it twice. Frankenstein wanted a shiny new trike, a new chain for Janusz, a brace for Eagle. This song was released in 1962, the same year as the Monster Bash. Monster Mash. Wow. And right oh off the my bat, god. Gentlemen. You said Monster Bash? No, I'm not it's Monster Mash, Marty. Where did this peak on the charts? This song, Monsters Holiday, where did it peak? 
Uh, is this a trick question and it never peaked at all? No. It did. It did. It did make appearance on the charts. Uh, 12. 13. Fuck you. 30. Scott gets it. He <laughs> Dude, pulls the prices right. It was number shit. 30. Yep. It's a dirty move. Hey. I'll say. I play to win. The It Was a Monster's Holiday is not nearly as catchy a chorus, but I did enjoy this song. There's a line in here that is, Santa was really swell, which I really enjoyed. This song was created hot off the success of Monster Mash, along with a full album of other monster-related songs, all appearing on an LP titled The Original Monster Mash. Some of the other songs included The Transylvania Twist, Monster Minuet, Irresistible Igor, to name a few. And I thought it was a nice tie-in with the Star Wars Holiday Special to do another, like, clearly a holiday cash-in, given that this was, like, clearly just a cash-in on the Monster Mash. Uh, but it was made so close to it that, like, they must have had this in mind somehow? I don't really know. But anyway, to tie this all together, gentlemen, we have ourselves a little quiz. I, and of course, I love the quizzes. The <laughs> quizzes are near and dear to my heart. Ever since Scott started doing them on the podcast, I said, I, I've got to do You've taken myself. up the mantle. This one, yes, as Quizmaster. So this week, I've prepared a short quiz based on fun facts about summer. So I have five questions for you guys. Uh, you guys need to decide how you're going to ring in for this, by the way. Wait a minute. We're all over the board here. Now it's about summer? Yeah. The questions are about summer. Are we talking about Halloween, Christmas, or summer? I don't know. The calendar pages are flying around my head all over the place. When you're doing holiday in the summer? All buzzing with ding. Kelly's coming in with a ding. Scott? Oh, wait. What was the question? What's your buzzing? What are you going to buzz in with? Oh, um, I'll just interrupt you. That's wrong. Sorry, Scott. I get the point that round. Next round, please, Marty. Question number one. The hottest temperature ever was recorded in Furnace Creek, Death Valley, California on July 10th, 1913. What was the temperature? The closest one gets this. A uh, ding? Well, why are we doing the closest? Why don't we just get both guesses? <laughs> this one. Well, you, you guess first. Gonna you guess, guess first. <clears throat> Yeah, you can guess first. Marty, you didn't I'm, first. You get to guess I'm first. I'm direct messaging you because fuck Scott. Or wait, or, or, or I'll guess first and you can oh. you can uh, prices right me. It's only fair. All right, go. I'm gonna say a hundred and twenty four degrees. One hundred twenty-four. I said one hundred thirty-seven. You can say yours. Yeah, I messaged Marty. Kelly gets it. It was one hundred thirty-four degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. It was. Kelly was very close. That's hot. <clears throat> Where is America's largest water park? And Ding. what is its name? Ugh. Kelly? Of course. It's in Wisconsin Dells, and its name is Noah's Ark. Kelly gets this one. That's <laughs> two points for Kelly so far. Kelly's crushing it. There's three more chances, Scott. Now, this one's a true-false statement, so you're going to have to ding in for this one. Summer vacation was invented so that kids could help their parents on the farm during the summer. Ding. Is it true. true or false? <laughs> Kelly gets to go first. It's Kelly true. Dinged. It is not true. Scott gets the point. It is false. It was created oh, because Scott the city's just grew and grew. Yeah. You, you, yeah. You heard it. Yeah. Even though I said true to buzz in. Scott doesn't even know. We gotta make this interesting. Otherwise, there's no reason to do the last two questions. Right, Scott gets fine, a point. Whatever. He gets a point. It was created because parents wanted to escape the city as it grew hotter and hotter whenever 
and everybody would get diseases from the refuse festering in the street. All the rats, all those dirty rats skid around the street. Gangs of New York Times. What? What iconic building grows during the heat of the summer? Due to the iron expanding, this building grows about six inches every summer. Hint, this building is in Europe. Ding, ding, ding. ding. It's Marty, oh, you gotta I call it. I don't know which one of you. I'm gonna go Scott because you're behind. This <laughs> okay. is bullshit. And I said ding three times. I showed more enthusiasm. Uh, That's true. That was very enthusiastic. <laughs> the, is it the Eiffel Tower, sir? It is the Eiffel Tower. Kelly, were you gonna guess that? Yeah. <laughs> were you? Yeah, I was. That was pretty. After you said it's oh, in okay. Europe, you made it pretty obvious. Finally, we all know how the states of the U.S. have state birds, state capitals, even state vegetables. What is the state vegetable of Oklahoma? And I'm going to go until one of you gets this. And I'll give you some hints as we go. But you guys can start guessing. I'll wager a first guess and say corn. First hint. No. This may or may not be a vegetable. So I didn't get it, I assume. It may or may not. Wait, 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 back the fuck up. What was that clue? It may or may not actually be a vegetable. Hey, can I tell you something, Marty? Fuck you, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Guess the vegetable after the first guess. It's not a vegetable. (laughs) Yeah, you should have waited for me to have my first guess. That's pretty rude, Marty. You're a bad quit show. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Just helping you learn. So take it back. Take it back. Take it back. Okay. Okay, he's taking it back. Uh, cucumber. <laughs> it is not a cucumber. Yeah, of course not. Fucking okay, you told now us it tell us. Now tell us, Marty. <laughs> is there anything I need to know, Marty? Is there may- anything I need to know? <laughs> so, while this is the state vegetable of Oklahoma, it may or may not actually be a vegetable. Oh. Okay, well that changes everything. I'm gonna say... Wait, what did you say, Kelly? I said... Cucumber. Cucumber. I, I, I'm oh, sorry. I won't I judge your it, guess. I won't judge your guess. I guess. That's a good guess. <laughs> I was s- on your side, Scott. I was trying to have a fair fight here. I guessed a real vegetable. To oh, help I you. see that now. Out of solidarity. Well, I thank yes. you. I he was he was. I see now that that was a gesture, and I appreciate it. Uh, but that said, I'm here to win, and I'm going to say wheat. It is not wheat. <clears throat> Kelly? Potato. Is he looking not it up? potato. Second hint. Second hint. Think about the theme of this Kelly, quiz. Kelly, I'm going to need to see you put summer. both hands above uh, the camera <laughs> so I can, <laughs> so you're not Googling it. <laughs> He's got oh a knife. <laughs> <laughs> and for posterity's sake, hands off the keyboard. Yep, we see it. Bell. Scott, your third guess. Your third and let's say final guess. Oh, what the hell? Keep in mind. No, you just gave this is listed as this. This is the state vegetable of Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. but it may or may not actually be a vegetable. Think about the theme of the quiz. The theme of this quiz is summer. Scott gets the guess. Summer. But it's not a vegetable. But it might be a vegetable. I'll say. I'll say. It might be a fruit, is what I'll say. It might be a fruit. Well, then I'm going to say, famously, the vegetable that everybody thinks uh, is a a tomato. It is not a tomato. But that is a great guess. Summer squash. 
Oh no! It was a watermelon, guys. A watermelon. Okay, that's watermelon yeah, that is, is the, the state, state vegetable. You know what? Where I don't do you, feel bad do you about get getting this that shit? wrong. Where do you get this shit from? <laughs> All right, Scott, we tied. Good games. Oh, your true. quiz just you can't be tied, just. Though. I did a fucking Google search and clicked on the first thing. Well, knock. No, Bell that is that work. genuinely all of these things were true. <laughs> I researched. I did research on the all big of this. titles. This the big titles. Where are you this getting is, this shit? What I did research on all this. For example, when I thought, oh, I wonder what the state vegetable of Oklahoma is. That'd be a good question <laughs> for this quiz. I'll look that up. No. Do, 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 yeah. do. That's I mean, that's what your keyboard sounds up. like. Your keyboard. What GeoCities page <laughs> are you getting the content of these quizzes from? <laughs> I looked up. Fun facts about summer, and then I cross-checked all of the fun facts on the list and found whether they were true or not. And I did dig I that that summer vacation question. I had to like do like six different pages to find like is this actually the case? Wow. So Great. you know what? Fuck you guys. I came up with a fun fucking okay, quiz. Actually, for you both. the only the only treated? question I take umbrage with is the last one. Yeah, because I thought it was funny that Oklahoma picks their fucking state vegetable and it's a watermelon. <laughs> Man, I'm lost on how we even got to this quiz. We did the Star Wars holiday special <laughs> on mm-hmm. half Christmas, and then we listened to the yep. Monster Holiday, which is a sequel to the Monster mm-hmm. Bash, and then we did a quiz about fucking mm-hmm. summer. God damn, where are we? What happened? There's no... I have to say... I feel bad for Autumn. When I... Fall's getting left out here. I want to take... You know, I'm just trying to take the listener on a little journey. You really, you took so, them on a journey, and now they're like, "I'm lost. Help!" They're calling nine one one, asking for assistance. A heli lift out of there. They're trying to get out of where they are right now because they're. Well, Kelly, I have a novelty product. It's gonna close us out <laughs> real. Nice I hope it's a pumpkin it has, spice latte. Oh God, I wish it was, but it is not. <laughs> it is a phone case, that is also. A Game Boy. Whoa. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh. And if you put a battery in it, you can play a really shitty Tetris game. <laughs> so that's my novelty product. We're running low on novelty products, guys. <laughs> Quarantine's crushing our biz. Yeah. Send them to. I literally did a picture last night. Marty, week. get Fishburg. the P.O. box going and people send in their Ooh, novelty products. Yeah. Fishburg. And don't send in your human shit to Marty. Don't. You dare think of doing that. Fishburgers and Arts Dart Mart are not going to live through this quarantine, through this pandemic, unless we support local business. That's they true. Have curbside yeah. pickup I've been yet? ordering. Can I get a curbside pickup for a whoopee cushion from Arts <laughs> Dart Fart Smart? Novelty product shops are getting hit the hardest in this. Uh... Essential business. Yeah. It's essential yeah, business, you guys. Uh, I'm applying for an essential business license. Okay, can you please uh, state the nature of your business? Uh, we sell, like, fake dog yeah. shit and vomit and whoopee cushions. It's and Crazy Gary's and Wacky Ding Dong Emporium. Kites. <laughs> Oh, oh no. my god. We joke, but literally Amazon's going to crush them and I feel terrible for him. Yeah, no, it is a real bummer because I actually love both those stores. Yeah, but thanks for listening. <laughs> oh my yeah, it's god. Cool. It's... <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> we, we hope to see you again. Boy, do we... <laughs> <laughs> and we really appreciate it. 